This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. We had a couple of employers sit through the first class, we did, or first set of classes. We did this on purpose because we wanted to see if the product we were putting out was going to be valuable to them. And so far, the response was really positive. That's Tanya Lubner, PhD and WQA Professional Certification and Training Director, talking about the response to this year's new instructor-led training at WQA. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 282. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. It's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with somebody you know. We're publishing this on August 31st of 2022. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. In this episode, we'll get an update on professional certification from WQA and specifically the instructor-led training program and the new rebate program that WQA offers, why the attendees love it, why the instructors are enjoying it, and why business owners are seeing the value of getting their team members trained and certified. Tanya Lubner is our special guest. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA tip. Now on to Tanya Lubner on WQA Radio. Tanya, very nice to have you on the podcast. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Wes. It's great to be here. We wanted to talk a little bit about instructor-led training, which has been one of the new and improved aspects of uh, professional certification at WQA. So maybe a little background to begin, and then we can get into how it's going. Sure. So uh, we started instructor-led training this year, and the reason we brought it in is so we had, I think, a pretty good concept with the online training that we moved to back in, I guess, 2015 now. Uh, There's a nice, um, almost hand-holding way that that program walks somebody through learning about water treatment and installation and service. And the other aspect there is that uh, there's an opportunity for field practice. And in fact, we felt that this was such a great opportunity that uh, we started requiring it as eligibility for certification. So the positive aspect of field practice is that water treatment tends to be very regional. And when somebody is reading through the textbooks or the theory, it's a lot of theory. It's hard to understand how that really applies to what they're doing in the field. And there was quite a bit of frustration there. So moving to these um, hands-on field practice activities, we were able to show them how what they're learning applies to what they're doing. Well, somebody has to review these. Somebody has to correct uh, misunderstandings, things along those lines. And we thought, great, we have lots of experienced people within dealerships that are probably already doing this on a daily basis when they're bringing along somebody new that should work just fine. 
Well, it turns out that, uh, yes, there were a lot of experienced people in the dealerships, but they're stretched so thin that there's really no time to go through and uh, spend the time training and reviewing that this would need. And these were the mentors? These were what we called mentors, yeah. Okay. So and what we found uh, over the years that this was really one of the big stumbling blocks for people making it through the training and uh, becoming eligible for certification. So we've replaced the mentors with instructors, and we've actually done much more than that. We made this very much a structured course. The instructor-led training meets for an hour a week for each of the different modules, each of the certifications pathways. There's a specific number of training sessions that people have to attend, and then the instructors uh, review those field activities and provide students with feedback. So far, it's been working really, really well. And it seems as though it's been very popular so far. Can you talk about how you have seen the success of the program simply from the standpoint of numbers? Oh, yeah. Numbers have been great. We, uh, when we ran the instructor-led class uh, for installers in January, that was our first one, we had 84 people sign up. When we ran the CWS class, the first of three uh, in April, we had over 100 people sign up. We're now in our second evolution of both the installer class and the um, certified water specialist, and the numbers are still great. We're over 100 people between the two classes. And who are these people who are taking these classes? The experience level varies. So we have a number of people, especially on the installer side, that have been in the field for a while. Uh, on the certified water specialist side, we're seeing uh, people that are relatively new, six months or less, uh, and those with, I would say, probably up to five years of experience. So it does, it does vary quite a bit. Um, and even on the installer, we're starting to see some of the uh, newer people now as well. And this is all online, so we're, we're, we're essentially attracting and... Uh benefiting people from all across the country. Yeah, the silver lining of COVID <laughs> is yeah. that um, everybody's much more comfortable with the idea of Zoom, with the idea of calling in uh, for a video-based class. And one thing that we do is we ask that everybody use their video cameras. And we find, and actually it's been noted elsewhere, that this helps with the engagement. And the instructors also uh, toss out chat questions on a regular basis so that no one's really just kind of sitting back and listening. They, um, they have an opportunity to be more engaged and be more involved. Yeah, and I can see that being very effective just from the standpoint of realizing that you are there with a number of other people. Uh, you're, you're a part of a, of a group. Right. Yeah, and uh, one of the first things that we do with the uh, with the attendees in the very first class is we take a little time to let them get to know each other. I think it takes some stigma out of it, takes some intimidation out of it. So we talk about uh, where they're from. We ask how many years in the field they've had, what they're hoping to get out of the training, why they got into water treatment in the first place. Uh, we've had some fun answers. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I can imagine you had some thoughts going into this, wondering, you know, as anybody would, will this be effective? How effective will it be? Are people going to respond positively? And w what are you hearing so far 
from both attendees as well as perhaps those who, uh, who are employing the, uh, the attendees? We had a couple of employers sit through the first class, we did, or first set of classes. We did this on purpose because we wanted to see if the product we were putting out was going to be valuable to them. And so far, the response was really positive. So I think overall, um, and I've, I've had uh, some conversations with employers who weren't in the class but talked to their people afterwards, and very complimentary. Even I was surprised, but even the more experienced people came away saying that they felt like they learned something, that this was worth their time. Excellent. This is great. So, um, you know, I would imagine you'd want to sit back and make some tweaks and, you know, changes, modifications, that sort of thing. Anything stand out right now that you have already realized we need to do this or we need to do that or we need to change this or change that? Anything at all that you can talk about? Yeah, we tried to do breakout rooms, right. <laughs> and uh, we th that worked okay. Our thought was that this was even better for engagement and problem solving, and uh, that um, when you have a group of more than 30, it's hard to manage that chat. Using breakout rooms, we thought would be a great way for them to kind of learn from each other as well and just uh, feel more comfortable and uh, get a little more out of the class. Well, that proved to be technically difficult sometimes, and not only that, but um, some people are just really hard to engage. Uh, so we find that the chat is actually uh, better. So that's one adjustment that we made. But we are also, we're constantly looking for feedback. Uh, I've been in touch with some of the former students from the previous class just to see what worked, what didn't. And uh, we do uh, incorporate changes uh, whenever we can. Yeah. I, and uh, I, I would imagine, again, this this will be an ongoing process. You'll continue to, well, let me ask you, are you feeling as though it's successful enough that this will continue for some time? I do. By comparison to the last five years with the online program, I think the response has been great. And what we're seeing from the first of the installer classes, which is now going through the certification exams, the percent of people getting certified in the last, what I'd say, eight months is higher and better than what we did on an annual basis, um, maybe even the biannual basis with the online program. Well, that's an interesting point, and I didn't. I should have uh, probably already brought this up, but those who have been involved in the program then still have to take the test to earn their certification, correct? Yes, that's the process, is that you have to um, complete the classes, both the online and then the homework that goes with it, in order to be eligible for the exam, but then you have to take and pass the exam to become certified. There are options for those that have been in the field for some time that uh, allow them to bypass the training. So there is that possibility, but uh, typically it's take the classes, do the homework, pass the exam. All right, so as we record this late summer, early September, um, what is on the horizon uh, for Q4, let's just say, or the beginning of Q1 of 2023? So right now we're finishing up our second installer class, and that's going to run, we're more than halfway through, so that's going to run um, through the end of 
uh, kind of interfall. Uh, we're going to take a break from the installers until January. So we'll start up the next installer class then. And right now we have two of the certified water specialist modules, certified water treatment representatives running. So those are going to go through the end of November. And we'll pick up the next CWS, CWR modules in January. All right. So if you're listening to this, this sounds like it's something for you or your team. You want to contact the WQA Professional Certification and Training Department. You may not speak directly. Necessarily, you might not get Tanya on the phone, but you'll get John or Daniel or somebody who can tell you all about it, right? What, what do they need to do? So the best way to contact us uh, is via email, education at wqa.org. Or you can uh, call the main number, 630-505-0160, and select professional certification and training. You know, one thing that we didn't touch on, let me just do that now, and that is that there's been another almost parallel offering, if you will, from your department this year, and that's been a rebate program. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the rebate program is really exciting because it makes this limited time. It <laughs> makes this the time to get certified. You really have nothing to lose financially and a lot to gain. So the rebate program applies to the cost of the homework, so not the instructor portion of the training, but the homework, and the cost of one exam. If you have enough experience in the field to be eligible for the exam without having to take the classes, then you would get back the cost of, again, one exam, plus uh, the ethics course that you are required to take, and uh, either the review class for the installers or the two tests that you need to take to uh, be exempt from the training for the certified water specialist. So the rebate covers just about all of the spending on uh, getting certified. So no better time than now to take advantage of it. Very, very exciting. And you know, it's coming at a very pivotal time as well for the industry. I'd like you to talk about why professional certification is important and the value is actually going up right now. And so those who are involved in these uh, classes, these online uh, programs, uh, you're doing the right thing. The timing is perfect, but I want Tanya to tell us why. So the reality is that we continue to find new contaminants. We continue to find new problems. Drought is contributing to the increased concentration of contaminants in the water. So this is a problem that's not going away. And it's something that's also being looked at at the federal level because municipalities are having trouble with uh, meeting the latest requirements or what will soon become latest requirements. I mean, you take a look at what the US EPA has released in terms of the health advisories for PFOS group of contaminants. Uh, that's going to be, I think, a challenge with centralized treatment. Point of use, point of entry, the products are there. They're there now. Uh, and with the, the Healthy H2O Act that uh, is being discussed right now at the federal level, 
It's a great opportunity for uh, people to take advantage of that point of use, point of entry treatment. But somebody has to install the equipment, somebody has to select the correct equipment, and somebody has to service it. And when there's federal dollars involved, the people offering that money want to make sure that the services are being handled by professionals. So WQA professional certification, among others, is uh, going to be something that's going to become very important for people who want to be involved in this. And just setting yourself apart from the competition, being able to say you're professionally certified is important. We have a, a marketing kit, if you will, on the website. We, we even give you some examples and some, uh, some suggestions on how to present your certification in such a way that, that the customer realizes you have a much more, uh, much fuller understanding of water and water treatment. You're not just somebody showing up to, uh, to install a device. Um, I think that's very important as well. So, and that, that is a great point. I was at the Florida Water Quality Association meeting back in June and had an opportunity to talk to some of our certified personnel. And there was one gentleman there who said that um, he maintains his certification because he knows that when he's in front of a customer, if he's selling against someone who's not certified, he's going to win every time. Those were his words. And... Uh, and this is something else. If you're on the periphery of the water treatment industry, maybe you're a well driller, maybe you're a plumber, and you deal with water a lot, but not typically that's not your main thing. We're here to help as well with with uh, some of the water knowledge that you will no doubt be able to rely upon as well. If, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think anyone who is uh, involved with water treatment, whether they're selling the equipment, servicing it, installing it, or just having a conversation with their customer and want to have a knowledgeable, informed conversation with their customer about water contaminants, about what the municipalities uh, can do, about what point of use, point of entry can and can't do in certain cases, we certainly, our education would fit the bill on that. Well, Tanya, this has been great. I want to thank you again for joining us on the podcast, getting, bringing us up to speed on both the, uh, the instructor-led training and the rebate program, and it sounds really, really exciting. It's been great. Um, I'm so happy that we have such dedicated instructors because they are going above and beyond, uh, and they really, they're enjoying this. They're Looking forward to helping to raise that level of the industry that we always talk about. All right. Tanya Lubner, PhD and Director of Professional Certification and Training at the Water Quality Association. Thank you. Thank you, Wes. And now our motivational minute, Battling Adversity. We all face adversity in one form or another, don't we? But it's important to keep in mind, we've been there before. Chances are you've succeeded before, even in the face of adversity. You overcame that objection or that obstacle. So keep things in perspective. Remember, I like that expression that I once heard in the news business. Things are not always as bad as first reported. 
and adversity is uh, well it's it's going to be there but it is your ticket to a richer more productive life remember that expression smooth seas never made a skilled sailor let me say it again smooth seas never made a skilled sailor you gain the skills the experience and the valuable insights you need as you battle those those uh, those bumpy ocean waves let's also remember that even when we lose we can learn valuable lessons that position us to succeed the following day. It's all part of battling adversity. And that's our Motivational Minute. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed, so long from WQA Radio.